Good evening, Patriots, and it's the end of Sunday, the 25th of February in the year 2024. Just a few minutes here, we're going to bring on a very special guest, part of the Origins of Bards Nation, super, super active in helping us establish what is now the online ministry, and that's Teddy Gonzalez, a.k.a. Bear, and uh, one of the great friend, a great man, great father, grandfather, and just a great man in Christ. So we're going to have him on in just a few minutes. And so we just to kind of get into a couple things. Um, if you haven't had a chance or if you want to take a chance, there's probably two things in one, one sentence. You should listen to two shows. One is last night's show, which was with Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, which was absolutely fantastic. It was on fire. Great update on the border and a great update on what they're doing with the all-volunteer Texas Cavalry. And that's the horse-mounted riders that are now going to be stood up under the Republic of Texas to start defending the border. Really fantastic show, great discussion, and great discussion of hearing somebody of Pete's status as a lieutenant colonel retired Special Forces Green Beret that literally is walking this out in the Holy Spirit and leading his men that way, which is incredible and truly a powerful interview. And then this morning, we just had an incredible morning prayer show. And as we do, I, I would say probably every Sunday, 
is incredible. We just in, of note was a young girl that last week was in the hospital. Her, the family lost their home in a fire, and her lungs got damaged from that fire. She was in the hospital. She was on a breathing apparatus. I don't know that she was in ICU, but it was pretty critical. And earlier this week, or just in the last few days, I should say, she was released in good health, and that came from prayers, so it's fantastic. That family as well is without a house and also lost their son two weeks prior, so a lot of prayers have to continue for that family and just praying for the resources of heaven to help them out, and we'll keep you posted on how all that goes. So a couple quick call-outs to our great sponsors. Um, Obviously, we have preparations for food, and that's Patriot's my Patriot Supply. So if you head on over to preparewithbards.com, which is our website, you're going to find the four-week emergency food kit on sale right now at $60 off. It is a fantastic product. It's a fantastic need as a baseline for emergency food in your family. And you can get one for every member of the family. We are literally in, in Crazyville, as you know very well. We are dealing with psychopathic elites that want to do nothing more than tank the economy. That's They just dream of this, I swear. Anything they can do to cover us harm, and one of the things they want to do is try to bring us to our knees with food, and we just can't let that happen. Remember, when we think about food, it isn't just about us. We have to think about the neighborhoods in which we live. So having these emergency food resources is critical. Also, in case something happens and you have to evacuate, knowing that we not that we ever have any weather warfare or level five hurricanes or something coming out of nowhere. But all this is important to be prepared for. My Patriot Supply has food that's got a shelf life of 25 years, 2,000 calories a day. It's a fantastic product and fantastic resource to have in your supplies. Just head on over to preparewithbars.com. Take advantage of the four-week emergency food kit that's on sale. And for your retirement savings, take advantage of that too because we have we have Birch Gold with us, and they've been with us for 18 months or so. They are a powerhouse in helping you preserve your retirement savings with precious metals-backed IRAs. And if you have an existing IRA or 401k, they can transfer that over to a precious metals back deferred tax deferred IRA at no cost to you. They are the experts to call. And this is a time right now when these things are getting very real. Again, the economies are in in flux. We have no idea where things are going. Putting things in precious metals and hard assets is critical. And even though those prices do fluctuate over time, they prove to be enormously stable and safe. So, all you have to do is text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898. That's BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. My Patriot Supply will send you, My Patriot Supply, Birch Gold, sorry, Birch Gold will send you a free information packet, and they will, and you can read through that, get informed, and be ready to go and see what they can do for you. Give them a call. It's great. Okay. In 2021, um, we made some big shifts and it was around that time, that the podcast started in the spring of 2019. We went through 2020 with um, a lot of growth. And then we got into the, near the end of that year when things really started to accelerate. I think Teddy came on board. He was there, but I, don't, I think he came on board as taking care of the mods and truly pushed these things forward somewhere near the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Teddy is a, has, has been a friend and a, a great counsel. As they say, we wage war by wise counsel. Teddy has been one of those people. He is a father. He's a grandfather. He's, he lives a strong walk in faith. He currently works with um, on, at the church that John Benzinger leads. 
And he's a big instrumental part in helping that church grow. And he's been a huge part of Bard's Nation. And so my thinking was, as we have Expedition Cafe, it was a great time to bring Teddy on board as we not only reflect on where we were, but also talk about where we're going, especially with this great news we had this week of securing the purchase of the property in Flemingsburg, which is Mandolin Farms, and as we head into phase two of that funding. So with that, let me bring on Teddy Gonzalez. Teddy, how are you? I'm great, Scott. It's great to be here with you on the other side. <laughs> well said. <laughs> so true. So Teddy, am I, am I right? It was about 20, late 2020, you started to take over all the moderator stuff, right? And kind of get that, help me get that yeah. organized. Well, yeah, because we got introduced with each other on Twitter in, during 2020. And that's where I was actually moderating Monkey Show and listening to your show, Bend and Knee. That's how I was attracted to what you were talking about. And so we made a connection on, on Twitter. Uh, yes, that's right. That's, that's right. And that's right. You were involved with, with Brian over at Monkey Works. He's done great. He's, he continues to do a good show and has a good following. I'm happy for him. He's done a good show. So are you still in touch with him at all? Um, yeah, as of late, no, not really. He's kind of doing his thing where, I mean, obviously I kind of disconnected a little bit cause I'm so busy mm -hmm. here now living in Arizona. Um, so yeah, I haven't, uh, had a chance to reach out much. So let's just go over that kind of journey. Cause I don't know how many people have followed that. You were in Orange County when we first met and then, I don't know, I guess it was around 20, it was about, it was in 2021 that you made that move as I recall. Because you and that is correct. Because you moved in June or something like that, and then you drove out with all the way out to Bards Fest in August. Yep. Right? Yeah. So yeah, it was it was all a journey of of transition. Um, yeah, it'll be a it'll be a year in May. Just it's coming up real soon. Oh wow! Just a year in May. That was two yep. two years. No. Anyway, you know mm, better than me. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about that because that's in itself just a real story of, of strong faith because you were you were ready to make a change in your life. And John had his church, and not only that, but you also ended up, you're, like you're only about a mile from the church, which is just all those things to me are just incredible. It's all God. The whole the whole situation was was literally, it had to be God because I couldn't, I couldn't put the timeline together um, by my own human just thought process strategic from selling a home to buying a home. Um, everything just, it, it had, a, I laid it to God's hands and and just laid it down and say, God, if this is true, um, it was a two month prayer process to make sure that it was from God. Um, he was the one leading it. Um, Cause I'm Dale and I, Dale's the um, executive pastor there. And he had called me one day and, and said, Hey, I, we, our church is exploding. Um, I need your help. I know, your, you know, how you operate. I know your expertise. We need someone like you. And I said, okay, if you're serious, um, let me go pray about it. And he said, yeah, take, take your time. And he's like, you know, we're looking for later on in the future. And so I just kept it to myself and just saying, God, if, you know, if this is not just Dale's heart, you know, wanting to, you know, re reconnect our friendship, our brotherhood. Um, if this is truly a need, um, then, you know, send me signs that let me know, make it clear. And so two months, man, it was just really, you know, putting it to God's um, feet, making sure it wasn't my own desire. And um, God made it pretty clear. It was very interesting. I was uh, working in a construction company, family business, 
and some transitions were happening. And, and again, we never slowed down in work because it was right after during COVID, we were essential. Um, people got bored sitting at home, looking at their house saying we need a remodel. So we were booming. Um, and it was a good, it was a really good gig. I, I liked construction. And then to go work at a church was something I had to pray about. It's very different than everything else I've done. Um, and then so I say, okay, it's, you know, two months has gone by. Uh, it's time to put it to the test. I come to my boss and my father-in-law and, hey, um, I'm going to start looking for another job. Are you okay with it? I think we're well-established here. Um, I feel like we need to downsize because it's starting to taper off a little. And maybe I, it's time for me to uh, move on. And I got his blessing and he said, yeah. So that was like the first, okay. Now the real test was to bring it to my wife who we lived in Arizona in 2014 and she hated it. So I'm like, okay, Lord, if she says yes, then I know this is from you. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> It had to be like, she had to agree. So I called Dale. I said, Hey Dale, it's been two months, been praying. I want to make sure this is still on the table. And he's like, he's like, brother, I'm glad you called. We need you sooner. I'm like, what? He's like, we need you sooner. I said, okay, let me, let me go check with Jen. And so I go, I said, I said, baby, I said, um, I got a, a new job opportunity. Um, are you willing to move? And she's like, where? I said, Arizona. She says, with Dale? at the church. I said, yes. She said, let's go. And I was like, wow. Oh my gosh, are you serious? She's like, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. So, I mean, I think, she, you know, we all know the signs were on the wall. California was really stepping up into their, you know, communism. So yep. we were like, we got to go. Yeah. Um, so I said, Dale, how soon do you need me? I called him back up. He's like, if you can come, you know, in the next few weeks, we can use you. I said, let me give my two weeks notice. I'll work out the two weeks and then I will move up there during. So during that two weeks, I packed up as much stuff as possible. And I actually went to go live with Dale. Well, we try to sell our home. And then my daughter who was pregnant had to have the home birth. She was already set up for it. So the prayer was, Lord, please help us sell the home, but have enough time to have the baby in the home. In the meantime, try to find a home and get it ready for them to actually come to Arizona. And I'll tell you, that search was kind of discouraging because at that time, the housing market, people were dropping cash and they were starting bidding wars. Like literally you come in, the price looks right. Well, they had it lowered so they can start a bidding war to raise it up super high. And so it was literally a whole month process of home searching and being discouraged because people were just swapping homes. You never had a chance. And because I had to sell my home and to buy a home, you know, it wasn't, I, I was the one that wasn't sure. Everybody else had cash offers. Sure. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, again, this timing is going to have to be all of you. And then, so it comes down to the end of June and we finally get a, an offer on the home and it's a ridiculous price because it's California and the market was all out of whack. We had three offers. The highest one was a doctor. Um, there was another one that was kind of middle range. And then there was a lower one. And then so 
the lower one was really cool because it was a youth pastor. He was moving out of Irvine, wanted to come to Lake Forest. And so we didn't like the doctor because she was just like nitpicky. So we just took the youth pastor and kind of blessed a brother in, in, in Christ. And we're like, we'll sell it to him. And so we made that offer. And he's like, you guys have 45 days. We're like, whoa, that's way more time than we need. So blessing right there. And I'm like, okay, Lord, thank you for that. We got the time and she can have the baby in the home. Now let's go find a home. And then so still searching, still searching. Well, there's this one home on the market. And this was crazy. And it looked horrible. And then so my my realtor that was helping me find the homes, he's like, hey, you're in construction. It can just use some work. You can probably do this yourself. I said, okay, it fits everything we need as far as bedrooms because I'm having my you know, my, my son-in-law and my daughter and her new baby coming and live with us. And so we drive up to this home and he looks at me. I look at him. I said, it's not even the same color as the picture. It's all painted. It looks great. We walk in, everything was done. So this company who flips homes took pictures before and posted those. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? So the pool was a little bit of a wreck, but I'm like, you know what? Hey, I'm going to put an offer. I'm just going to lower the offer. And so I put in the offer and they took it and I'm like, praise God. Oh my gosh, this home. And you get this home was on, it was on for 32 days. And he was like, no one's buying it. So it's got to be a piece of junk. No one's buying it. 32 days. Everything else was selling within a week and it was crazy. And so we made the offer on it and it was like, oh, so beautiful. And so God orchestrates this whole thing on not my timing, but his timing. And it was just so good. It's awesome story, man. Now, I, you got to continue a little bit because there's more to this story, including your your children getting closer to you, right? Oh, yeah. So, okay. So we get all moved in. Family comes out to visit. And my oldest daughter, she lived, I lived in, in Lake Forest. She lived in Rancho Santa Margarita. So it wasn't too far. It was like a 15 minute drive. Not that bad. But we got used to always hanging out with each other. And so I say, hey, the market's still good. Why don't you guys come out with us? Husband's like, no, nah, you know, it. they want to find a home, find some land, whatever. And I said, well, just take a look and see. Maybe this is something that, you know, you may enjoy. And so he was on the fence about it. So all of a sudden this house on, goes on sale. They're looking around across the street and I'm like, no way. So what do I do? I, okay. I'm going to pray to the Lord. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. pray about it. Pray about it. And then all of a sudden offers made, offers done. Now they're moving in. So now I have my oldest daughter with her husband and another grandbaby across the street. And then she pops out two more. So now I'm sitting with, you know, four grandbabies over here. And I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. Right across the street. I'm bringing her coffee. We're having dinners together. This is really, really sweet. And I'm like, Lord, what are you doing? What a blessing. This is awesome. So how many how many children do you have? I So I have three kids. Uh, my son lives um, Northern California. He's married. He's given us one grandbaby girl. Um and then my oldest daughter, she's got three, Shepherd, Shiloh, and Willow. Um, and then my youngest daughter has one and then another one due this April. So she has Kennedy and then soon to be Nash. And where she's where is she living? She moved she just moved back in. 
Oh, this is awesome. So, so you have the whole, you yeah, have no. two thirds of your yeah. family, like within coffee <laughs> right. distance. Right. It's a beautiful thing. So, well, she ended up, they were renting a house down in Santan. So they, they, they moved out here with us. So she had, you know, she's the one that had the baby in the home, in our old home in, in Lake Forest. So they moved out here with us. Her husband got a job. And so they moved closer to his work it was only like, you know, 40 minutes away, 30 minutes away, not too far, but they ended up having mold in their house that they're renting. So they emergency moved out because we know we all know mold is bad. Yes, and um, and so they moved out. They emergency moved back in. So they we just started moving everything back in this past week. Um, so that was a quick discovery, and so got them out of there and said, "You don't want to stay here." That's fantastic. I mean, that's all God, anyway. I mean, bringing families oh, together. Absolutely. I don't know if you're seeing this at the church. I know I'm seeing it a lot, and I've been seeing it a lot in Bars Nation, is how God's been bringing families together over this last couple of years. And you see it at your church as well? Absolutely. There was a gentleman that I was friends with in California, and they've been out here going to Redeemer because we were all with, with John and Dale at our old church long ago. So they came out here, and um, he just got reunited with his older son. I got to meet him. Um there is a reunion happening, and 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 God is is moving people together. I mean, our church exploded, and I'm seeing just families come together. You know, friends growing closer than friends, being more like family. It's really amazing what what God has done uh, since this whole uh, fake pandemic thing. Yeah, the COVID con. Yeah, no doubt, dude. That's, <laughs> the COVID con. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's what it is. It's ridiculous, but it's like. Anybody that follows that path, we played this piece this morning about this. It's like those people that walked in compliance and those that didn't. And and I would say that increasingly the numbers are approaching 90% of those that did not walk in compliance but walk separated are finding Jesus. That's And we're seeing it. And he, the comment was, it's like those people that walked in compliance will never understand not only what we went through, but how we weren't, we still held the line no matter what was said and done to us. And I think that's just Absolutely. such a testimony towards people coming together in a greater body of Christ and what that strength is. It's pretty amazing. So, yeah, you, you've said it from the very beginning and it always stuck because you were like, you know, fear not, fear not. And why wouldn't you, and you know, why would you fear not? It's because you're strong in Christ. And when you have that fear, that starts to separate what you believe to some degree, right? Right. Yeah. So talk a little bit about what you're doing at the church, because I think that's pretty awesome. I mean, that, that church has grown immensely. John took it over. I think you said, I think we talked about it. it's like 200 people were there at the time or something like that. Right. Yeah, there, there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't. It was a dying church. And that was the reason why he had popped in. Um, and, you know, 2020 scared a lot of people. And then as soon as they said, no, we're going to stay open. We are less essential. We're going to follow Christ. And it just started from that point on, just people were hungry. They were searching. They needed that hope. And he was just straight up teaching truth biblically from the Bible. That's all he did. He didn't waver. He didn't tiptoe. And he just spoke truth. And with that, it just started bringing people in because they needed it so badly. And so they brought me on as the church operations director. And so with that, um, I'm overseeing the before scene ministry happenings. So we have ministry Monday through Friday and then church Saturday and Sunday running five services. Wow. And it's pretty crazy because we're, I got a team who uh, oversees the facilities piece. And then um, I oversee whatever we're doing physically to the building itself 
from construction to um, operating the, the 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 team that who flips all the rooms um, and and the whole just parking lot and all that. So I, I I'm doing the um, overseeing the maintenance, the roofing, all that stuff. So it's uh, really been it's really been different coming out of the retail world, construction world, and jumping into a church. Yeah. And just watching the ministries that happen there is is amazing. They they feed a lot of information. Well, you've also had Charlie Kirk there too, right? I mean, you've had some people come in that are of, of note to come into the church. Am I correct? Yeah. So yeah. So John's got really good connections, and there is a patriotism that's looking at the tyranny that's happening, and um, he's brought in some strong voices that just come in to educate. Um, what is going on in the world. And so John's very much, you know, uh, finger on the pulse and um, knowing what's coming and just preaching the truth and, and making those connections, which is, which is really awesome because people don't know. It's, it's weird to see how many folks have never really stopped, think, and say, wow, there is tyranny happening. Yeah, there is. And I know that the other very controversial speaker he had come in was the guy who did the communist, wrote a lot of the doctrinal stuff for the global communist movement, right? Yeah, that James Lindsay. Um, yeah, he and, and John got a little bit of slack for that because bringing him into the, to, to the church, and literally it wasn't during a church service, but this is, this is a war on, on our truth, mm-hmm. regardless of, of, of who that person is. We're not here to listen to his, you know, beliefs. We're here to hear what he has to say about what communism's coming at us. And so truth is truth, regardless if it's not, you know, about our religious truth or what we believe, it's literally opening eyes of people that have been deceived. It's well said. And that's something, I mean, you know, I was super supportive of John's move there. And we, we talked about it even on the show. And it does break the paradigms because we need to have strong pulpits. And you know, we talk about this all the time. And we need to have those that are willing to go back kind of to the root of where we started this whole nation, which is strong pulpits speaking about tyranny, showing the truth, and leading people to make the hard decisions that stand up in their community. John's done a great job. He really has. Yeah, amen. And, and he, he, we've talked about the black robe. And he's a firm believer that... You know, speaking for God is is a is a huge responsibility. Um, to 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 speak the word of the Bible is a huge responsibility. So to not waver, but to understand that in America, as a Christian, you know, we are in a country that is completely different than any other. So as a Bible believing Christian, with the freedoms that we have that were given to us by the founding fathers, there's a little bit of different responsibility. We're told that, I and mean, Paul said that, right? I mean, <laughs> that's right. We, we are we are judged differently by those who teach, right? The greater responsibility, where much is given, much is asked. So we we are reminded of that. So you've got yes. some interesting things going as well outside the church. Your own passions. I know you sent me some a little while ago. It was in a and it was in a jar. It said Bears Barbecue Sauce. Is that right? <laughs> that's right. So little my 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 little side hustle that I'm doing. So. Obviously, I, I print shirts um, for you, and mm. and I've been doing little side things. I did the Awanas. Um, they had a Awana Games, which was really cute. So I did 56 shirts for these little toddlers or, or, and, and three-year-olds and four-year-olds, whatever they were. Um, so it's it's fun. 
And then I'm like, okay, so I make my own barbecue sauce and I made it for friends. And one guy says to me, you know what, you should jar this and sell it. And I'm like, I enjoy making it. So then I went ahead and did it. So I do an original, I do a sweet and I do a sweet heat. And so now my barbecue sauce, I just put it online and um, just started doing that. And then your daughter's got some stuff going. Yeah. So she actually does a skincare line that she creates. So, she, so here's one of the things when she moved back in, she's like, dad, I need a, I need a laboratory. I'm like, okay. So I had to give up one of the rooms and she's got hers stuff in there. So she'll start make, she's been making a lot of skincare stuff. She actually eczema seems to be a, a big thing um, out here since the, the weather is kind of dry. So the kids seem to produce a little more. So she actually makes eczema cream and she does it out of tallow and that's other stuff. But it's all organic. Um, she does a great job, and uh, she's been doing well. It's been it's been a hit. She does events, and she's got her online stuff, and she does a really good job with that. And she makes my beard oil, so she called it Papa Bear Beard Oil. I know I have <laughs> some of it. It's good oil too, by the way. Great. So I and I can yeah. I'll fully back that one. It's a great oil. Where are they finding these things though? That's the question. So her company, she called it No Not Today, and it's uh. And it's not with the K K N O T, um, and she just has her her products online. Um, and then of course I run mine ambitiousfaith.net, uh, um, and you'll see. Yeah, and I just started coffee roasting, and I started doing that, and it's been a pretty pretty cool hit. And so I just got that online as well. So I'm I'm having fun out here doing these little things that I enjoy doing myself, and then just putting it out there for. You know, I started doing it friends and family, and they're like, yeah, you need to package this. So what's the URL? Is it K-N-O? No, not today? What is it? No. Yeah, it's it's no, it's K-N-O-T. No, not K-N-O-T. Not today. K-N-O-T. K-N-O-T. No. K-N-O-T. I'm going to get this. So it's, it's, yeah, N-O, K-N-O, oops, yeah, K-N-O-T, and then T-O-D-A-Y. Okay. All right. So, oh, I see. Okay. I think I've got it right. You're going to have to send it to me. All right. We'll find it. Well, I'm not finding it right now, but you send it over to me. We'll post it underneath the show so we can find it and, and okay. post your link too. So that's good because I know people will be interested and that's good. And and that's a, this is something to everybody needs to know. Teddy is fully set up to run our t-shirts and he will be. And we're just, that's been one of the slow lines. I just brought on a, a really amazing graphic designer. She used to work for uh, Netflix. And she found the Lord and she's been, she got out of Netflix and now she's out here supporting. They have a new magazine coming out and uh, she's just, she's up in Portland area and just is incredible. So we're starting to work with her. So we've got some new designs coming out and they, don't worry, you can print them. You'll be good. We're going to keep them simple. <laughs> nice. Oh, there it is. You got it right there. No, no, I, that's what I was doing wrong. Okay. And Teddy's got it in chat. So it's, N-O, then K-N-O-T today. That's what I was missing. I did. I was missing that first part, like doing it wrong. So that's mm. good. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about, I mean, some of the stuff you've seen in your area, because I know that part of the church's growth was also, that some of those churches went woke around you, didn't they? Oh, boy. Yeah, did they? And so, and with that, John had did a series that turned it into a book, which I, you, you promoted it on there when you talked with him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some of the churches around here, they went woke. We're starting to see splits. I mean, there, there's still a mess of churches out there 
that's just happening still just falling apart and it's kind of crazy when you when you just stop and look and you're like what are they doing so i don't know if it, government's got a hold of these people or what the deal is so we have basically our, our church it's grown because it's refugees right you got mm-hmm. churches falling apart and they're coming our way because it's very solid and john and dale have staffed us with more pastors because when you have more pastors you got more you got more sheep right and the sheep need attending they need a pastor so john and, and dale have done a great job of having multiple pastors at our church to feed the flock to make sure needs are met to make sure people are not you know um suffering or are falling aside or being forgotten they're doing a really good job there so how are you guys dealing with this influx of illegals down there because it's got to be hitting your area so just geographically place your church so people know where, where geographically where you are so we're yeah we're in gilbert arizona so i'll tell you we're the second safest city um, in America. And so the crime rates not there. I don't see, I, I drive around all throughout Gilbert and other than the, these, this, these kids things that are popping up, you know, with, with this whole Gilbert goons that were, they were beaten up by their little kids and mm-hmm. one kid died cause they were just, it, it's a, it's a mess, but that goes back to just bad parenting. Um, and so I, I, we don't see it. I mean, we haven't had, I haven't seen any immigrants coming through here in, uh, in Gilbert. So hmm. that's actually good news. I mean, that's pretty amazing. It is good news. And it's, it's going to create a more stable economy. And how are, and as far as the, the whole area down there seems to be fairly conservative, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's very conservative. A lot of patriotism, people flat driving around with flags, um, big trucks and, very friendly. I would say Gilbert is a very friendly uh, town. I mean, I go to the to the market. I see people from church. Um, everybody says hi, and so it, it's just like you you almost feel like you're back in time a little bit. You see kids playing in the streets, riding their bikes. It's just, it's one of those things where like, wow, this is awesome. You know, it's it's very family oriented, um, highly populated with Mormons, so it, they're very friendly, but. Um, it's it's interesting. Well, it, if it's Mormons, they also have like a year worth of food on on hand too. Yes, just, I got a list. <laughs> <laughs> you know where to go in case something goes wrong. In case like a hunger. <laughs> no, all right, so I'm going to ask you the question. Dale and I had this discussion. We were down there. I was down there over a year ago. So, are you going to go into pastoring, or is the work you do you consider to be part of your ministry? <laughs> That's a serious question. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's funny you say that. We had a conversation Saturday night and he's look he looked in my eyes and he says, You're gonna be a pastor one day. That's <laughs> I good. just looked at him like you're crazy. <laughs> no, he's not crazy. You have it. I think and I think I wanna because I want to kind of go into that because we were we've seen it and the community, you're part of you're kind of like the 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 father of the online group and it's it's great and people <laughs> love having you on. I mean the bear is literally which by the way, it's for people that don't know, it's Teddy Bear. So he, it's B B three A E, right? R, it's and, it's B three A R. So everybody uses the the word bear. So I couldn't I couldn't use it on any of my media. So I just made the E a three, and I and nobody used it. I'm like, okay, I'm taking it everywhere. So so no, that's awesome. So bear is spelled B three A R. Um, yeah. So here's here's how I'll give you the backstory on that. So I am 
Teddy Jesse Gonzalez III. My grandfather went by Ted. My father went by Teddy. So when I was born, my mother literally called me Teddy Bear. And the funny thing is, is I grew up in a small town. So I I came out of Tulare County, the small town called called Lindsay. Nobody knows. They just made the map probably like two years ago. And so it's a very small town. And so all the way through high school, everybody in the whole town called me Teddy Bear. So my wife moves into the town from Orange County to live with her grandparents who lived literally, there's another God thing, on the, uh, around the cul-de-sac by my house. And she would go there every summer. We owned a Mexican food restaurant. I probably served her. I'm like, man, if I could look at God's camera, I would see my wife pass in and out of my life as a young, as a young, young man. I'm like, this is amazing. So, but anyways, so she thought it was weird that high schoolers were calling me teddy bear. So it's just, it was one of those things. <laughs> that's funny. No, that's really good. So that's uh, and you've, I mean, you have quite a story too in your spiritual journey. Cause I, I think you started as a Catholic, right? Yeah, I was a, I was a Catholic and um, <laughs> yeah. So my whole, the whole family, actually I, we went, I went uh, about a month ago to go bury my grandfather, uh, Ted number one. Um, and it was a, it was a Catholic setting and I couldn't, I couldn't sit there. It was, it was hard to even mourn because it, it just, it was just so it's weird. It's like a brainwashing, yeah. you know? And so I grew up in that and I knew walking away from that and then going through church searching, I knew that it was wrong. It just didn't feel right. It was, you know, I felt like how hypocritical they, they talk about the 10, you know, the 10 commandments and they're full of idolatry when you walk into the building. So yeah, I grew up as a Catholic. (laughs) So what happened? How did that, how did that change? Well, it was a young age. So I was, you know, I went through catechism. I was, I probably left there when I was, Oh, when I was thir- about 12 or 13, um, I was raised by my grandparents and my grandmother had passed away. And so they're the ones that were serious Catholics. And so um, she had cancer. Um, I lost her. And then so um, they raised me from very little. Uh, I must have been like one or two. And so that's all I knew as parents. And then my dad lived there because he was young. But they, they shipped me off to go live with my mother um, at the age of 13. And oh, wow. so my life at that point was very rebellious. Well, you've come a long ways. I mean, and I'd say this in a very complimentary way, because here you are from that. I would. It was a challenging and, and, and somewhat of a broken environment, not to get too personal. But I mean, I look no, at right. But you have now sit here. You are a father of three. You have grandchildren. You have your Kids living right next to you, they're in your lives. I mean, what a, what a beautiful journey, man. Seriously. Absolutely. You know, I, I look at my past, and if you're in Christ, and you look at where you're at today, you can look back and say, you know what? As bad as it was, as bad as it was in everything you saw, I thank God that he pulled me out of it. But what I went through will help me help somebody else that's gone through the same thing. You know, so I would never change my past because that's who made me to what I am today. And God allowed that. It's true. It's really fantastic. I mean, I think what's so great is we have these stories wherever we are. And we have these stories that we can look back and say, look where I was and look where he's taken me. Right. 
It's, it's yep. pretty amazing. And that's, and that's another one of the reasons I really wanted you on tonight. I'm so happy you could come on because of what we're also celebrating this week. And I shared that with you is that, and I, I want to go back to 2021 and we were, you and I were talking about this on the, on the phone the other day is our vision of what Bards Fest one, we, we visualized what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to kind of describe that because that leads us into what just happened. So go ahead. Yeah. So you and I early on were discussing, you know, before we even thought about, you know, t-shirts and all that, you know, we were talking about the Bards Nation and we were, we were looking at Bards Fest. And I think at that point, all the planning we were doing, um, going through that whole process, even talking about a food truck, we were going crazy, right? But <laughs> we were, you, yes. You, <laughs> you were plotting out and I think this was the, 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 the point of this was to have base camps. And when you had said it, it stuck in my mind, especially with the new property coming up. You started with one property and you're, you're, you're doing what you were talking about before, establishing, you know, right to work, um, back to the roots, old school, uh, butchering. I mean, what I love about what you're doing is, is you are – you are doing what you said you were going to do and God's on his timing, because I know you would have tried to do it much quicker, but it's God's timing. I know <laughs> you're putting it there. Right. Exactly. And then no, with this, true. with this new property, you told me about it you, and, and I'm like, Scott, I said, now you have basically a West wing camp and you now have an East wing camp. Yeah. All you need, all you need now is your third one, central South. And you got your coverage that we were talking about beforehand. And that was almost like when we were talking, you were like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, this is God kind of literally going through and, and and taking the plan that we had talked about and just kind of now plotting it out. I'm like, wow, that is amazing. Yeah, it really is. And it, is, it was a great reminder when you brought that back because like, we had talked about so many things. And part of that was obviously the strongholds were, were bank, base camps and then um, we also were talking, which is interesting, in the beginnings of Bards Fest 1, we were trying to find a place where people could come, camp, we could have, you know, this kind of rally point with a covered area, all these things. And when you brought that up, I was looking now at this Flemingsburg property, which again, this is like, it, it's an, a parallel to type of your story of moving from California. I mean, and it's part of the story I'll share with you briefly is like when I drove into Flemingsburg, just to get there in the first place was incredible because we weren't even going to be there. We had spent two months in detail planning being over in, in I think it was Kansas or Oklahoma, Oklahoma. And right at the right, last right. minute, that fell through. And so we had people making commitments, starting to rent, you know, reserve Airbnbs. And I just kind of had to sit on this and I'm like, okay, Lord, I know this is you, but where, where are we going to go? And so for 10 days, I just kind of sat on it. And I got to the, it was a Sunday night and I, I laid it down in prayer and I said, Lord, we, I, I trust you completely, but I have to make a decision by Friday because otherwise people are going to lose money and that's just not fair. And literally Teddy, two days later, not only do we get this place, which is, which is called Mandolin Farms, but I'm, I'm talked to the owner and he's like, I've been waiting for an event like you. We, we, we love the Lord here. We're going to discount our rates. We want you here. And that's how it began. And it just it yes. unfolded beautifully. And so I, I drive, drove out there and I drive into the place. I'm literally just like 10 minutes on the ground and three people come up to me and go, we need to buy this place. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, it's for sale. 
And I'm like, okay, that's, first of all, just to have that sort of reaction from folks is unusual. And then the fact that they had just put it up for sale. And so we went through that. We ended up being, it started to being a, <clears throat> a three-day event. Ended up being almost a five-day event by the time we got through. 100 baptisms. <laughs> I mean, 100 baptisms. Dude. It was amazing. And uh, and the owner, I come to find out, he's his whole life's dream has been part of being in ministry. His name is Willie. And I sat, I was watching him the whole time. I said, Willie, you know, you really seem engaged. He goes, I wanted to get out through so much and pray with people. I said, why didn't you do it? He said, I just didn't feel I could do that with you guys there. I said, you are welcome to come join us. So we go back and forth for literally, it's been, that's been since no uh, September. And so we came into an initial agreement early on. And then as things happen, other people get involved and I won't get into all that, but it just kind of went sideways. So like you, I just turned around and said, Lord, if it's you, it's going to be you. I can't, I can't do anything more here because there's only so much we can do. Right after Christmas or on Christmas Day, Willie texts me and says, Merry Christmas. And I thought, it, I literally thought it was over. He, there was already people coming in and look at it. We start talking and he's like, I've turned down three offers because God tells me you have to own this place. And from there, he drafts an incredible opportunity offer for us. It's just unprecedented. And I just sat and prayed on it. And then we prayed on it for like 30 days. And then it comes down to, and he's like, so where are we at? Cause I've got a guy coming in next week, which would have been last Friday that I think could buy it. He's not a bad guy, but God's telling me you need to buy this. And so last Sunday we launched the give, send, go, and we are doing great. I mean, within 48 hours, we've got over $10,000 raised. All we need to come up with is $25,000 down to secure the purchase before we go into next level funding. And out of the blue, someone calls me. I don't even know. It's a friend of Pete Chambers. And she gets on the phone. She says, her name is Wendy. And she says, I want to help you guys out. I know you, you need to get into this. And so she says, God told me you needed 25. And she sends me 25,000. And, and so we secure it. And then not only that, but to our deadline, we, we achieved 25,000 in our regular funding. We doubled our amount. It was incredible. So it's just, an, it's an That's incredible amazing. story. And, and what's really a, a great testimony, which I love this, is when we average out the donations, and people have been donating of all different levels, and we're so grateful. And I, as I say this, I always want to emphasize, I don't want to overemphasize one donation over another. We know how that is. This is a cheerful, this right. is the heart of a cheerful giver. I'm, I'm highlighting Wendy only because we were on a timeline and it made it possible for us to do this. But in the sum of things, we still raise the money. We need it. And the amazing thing is, is I did the math today on the donations and the average donation is around $200, $220, which is just speaking so well, because this is what I love is that it's, and Willie and I were talking about this the other day. I'm like, this is what the heart of, of this is, is when a community comes together with the small donations as a collective whole and comes together and works together like this, that's the heart of a community of just everybody doing. And what's the other part about it is we've got a ton of prayers being you know, on Gibson and go, you know, they can give prayers as well. We've got a ton of prayers. Yeah. And those are, as, as I say many times, I mean, it's just, that's the most important piece in the whole sum of this is our prayers. But I just, it's such, and it's so interesting because it, it goes right back to where when we first started. And I know you remember that night when I sat down and I said, we did that Q and A and it was like, oh, you know, people wanted to have a rally. And I was so proud of myself because I gave a yes and a no answer in one sentence. And I thought I was pretty coy. 
and I went, <laughs> I grabbed some dinner. This is when I, I still look back on this. This is when I was doing six shows a day. Yeah. Which I don't think I could do now, but again, that's all God. And I sat down after dinner to do Fishers of Men, and it was like I got smacked. I could still even see it in my head. It was like a lightning bolt hits me, and it was just the words, you will say yes. And I'm just, I'm kind of stumbling as I start the show, like, oh, I'm saying yes, I don't know what we're doing, but we're going to do this. And then we started the planning. And we started with visualizing South, South Dakota, and we started talking about camping locations and property, and nothing was coming together. But look where we are now. You know, this is three years later. And the incredible thing is that visual that we had in so many ways, from the base camp model, strongholds to the camping model, it all came. It, we got a taste of it last fall. And it's incredible. And I will just say this. It, it was incredible because and it's one I hope to have you at because it's what's incredible about it is when people are camping and then you've got this pavilion that will hold 400 people, a stage, but then you look around and people are breaking out in small communities. Mm-hmm. They're sitting there listening. It's, it's comfortable where everybody's engaged, truly engaged in worship. And then we also had a kid's camp, which just was on fire over by the lake. And there's a lake there. And the other part about this is, which is going to be super cool, is there's a lake. And Willie's going to build for us a whole um, beach or ramp down area so we can do all our baptisms in a lake now. It's going to be awesome. So, that is awesome. That's, that is so good. Just to, I mean, you're right. That story alone, when there's that little bit of discouragement, and then you actually get to your knees and you say, okay, Lord, there's nothing I can do. And then you just patiently walk away from it. And then the Lord just somehow just works. And you're like, wow, that is just so amazing. And what a great testament to to just the belief, the trust, the belief, and then just say, okay, God, it is in your hands. There's nothing I can do. And then you just see him work. And you're just like, man, that it, is just amazing. It is. It is really amazing. And it, we get there. I think that's the one thing that I say, and I'd just like to get your position on this, because what we really witnessed, at least from my perspective, what we really witnessed in Bars Nation is so much of the growth and came from that kind of what you're saying right there. There was a point where everything was breaking, everything, family relationships, church relationships, business relationships. And you were such a part of helping build that online community where people could come and start to just find a place where people could hear and listen. And it wasn't just the show. I mean, I say this all the time. One of the most important parts of this that came about was our online community in the various forms from Telegram. We lost Twitter, but we had Twitter at one point. And then and in our online chat, even, and even how we had to rebuild coming over to Podbean after YouTube went nuts. Um, these sorts of areas where we were building a fellowship in a place that isn't, we don't typically look at that, and yet it has become so powerful. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because I'm, I'm kind of like smiling really big because I remember we had a conversation and I'm like, Scott, you got to go do more lives. Mm-hmm. And I think it was the lives. It was really the lives that started it because we had a really engaged mod team. And not that we don't know, we have a good, I mean, it just grew into really engaged mod teams. And now the chat, I mean, the live is the best place to be because it is a community that comes together. And for the most part, in the beginning, we never saw each other. We only seen whatever emoji or avatar we had on our screen. And we just chatted up. And it's so cool when you go to a Bards Fest and meet the person behind that 
that handle and you're like, wow, I feel like I really know you know you because of the way we are in the chat. Yes. And it just grew and it grew and there was an attraction. And for some reason, there was a great connection. And you can equate it to, you know, uh, just how responsive everybody was. Um, and we just we cared about each other. We really did. I cared about whoever was on there. And we had discussions outside of that. Um, whether it started in Twitter, I mean, we were doing direct messaging, um, we were doing prayers. Um, and then we, yeah, we started, then we got banned out of YouTube <laughs> and then we had to go make that other channel. Yeah, We did, we tried, we tried doing, um, where were we at before that? We were doing, I felt like we've done like three different channels yeah, and then Telegram was the one that stuck. The weirdest, the weirdest app ever, because you go on there, it's like there's nothing when you first get there. Right. No, <laughs> so it's strange. <laughs> yeah, it that took one me was for, the hardest one to train people. <laughs> it was. It, it was. It was hard. But once they got it, it's like almost you can't live without it now. You know, it's funny because yeah, uh, absolutely. You remember uh, George News? They're still around. But yes. Until they it, are. I, when I was on Twitter, they were talking to me back channel and smart guys, whoever were running it. This goes back to twenty. Um, it was early twenty twenty. And they were sending me messages. It's like, get set up on Telegram. It's going to be the next big thing. And I'm like, I don't even know what it is, right? And there we yeah. are. We built out a lot of a lot of locations on Telegram. And now I think you know we've got our own community site, which we started talking about in 2021. And yeah, so the yes, we, we did start talking about that. I I've been on there. I go on there and I I'll throw up a couple of prayers, check on people, just like I normally do on Telegram. I'll just go check and see if everybody's you know cool. Anybody needs anything or whatever. And I kind of, I'm in and out all these apps. So, um, yeah, it, it looks really, it looks really good, Scott. Uh, well, Charlie's done a great job. Yeah, thank you. He has. And it, what's really neat is we're, he's, because he's so close, the distance between myself and Charlie and Hannah and Charlie, and then his proximity to the actual um, website, which is, what I'm saying is like, he's got, he's totally hands-on, right? Yeah. There's no in between. And Hannah is so talented. And of course, she was. We originally met her in Bars Fest One, and she's become just like super smart with all the web stuff. And um, those two work together beautifully. So when we get feedback, and I literally can get somebody, they'll email me and say I'm having trouble logging in, and I just send it right over, and I'll get a response back within half an hour. And it's almost like you have a, an operational team bigger yep. than it, and it seems running that website. And then if there's any feedback, I had somebody the other day talking about something or other that was causing a problem, sent it over to Charlie. Not only did he modify it, he's already sent it up to the developers to get it fixed. So, because this is a, there's a, what he's taken is he's taken a plugin and then he's completely gone way past what his abilities are. Mm -hmm. But some really good stuff. And so we're going to start part of that this year, we're going to start doing some community meetings over there. And we're working on that right now because it has the kind of what X does with these X spaces on yep. audio. We're going to start doing that on our community site. That's coming up. We're just waiting for an update to happen from the developer so we can lift the cap on the number of people. But we're getting close. So nice. it's going to be pretty neat. But yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of cool. changes, right? A lot of development, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you had it in mind. And I guess it's one of those things where you just put it to God and allow him to to really solidify what you wanted. And it's so cool because it, it's, you know, we did talk about it for years. Mm -hmm. It feels like, it feels like, and it's, it's all coming together. It's yeah, but it's all God's timing. So, and that, that's really the key. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you're emphasizing that because it is God's timing. And we forget this sometimes. Um, 
we get the God is in a tremendous way at times, as I know you know, of putting something in our heart, but then we have to sit back and just be diligent in our prayer and our focus to let it unfold on his timing. And that's that's not always easy, but it's it's, no. it's where the greatest reward is. So we're going to, uh, before we go to prayer, I want to highlight a couple of things. One is I have just taken a look at this site, no, N-O-K-N-O-T. So it's no, not, and then today, T-O-D-A-Y.com, no, not today. Great looking site, great products. That's Teddy's daughter that's got this. And uh, encourage you to head over there and try some of this. You've got the holy cow tallow body butter. <laughs> that's good. Um, you got the Holy Grail face cream. Uh, Let's Glow Girls is a face, uh, another facial product. And then they've got some beard oil over there and a variety of other things. Really good looking store. And and you can tell your daughter it's a nice, very clean, easy to navigate store. So nicely done. So that's Thank good. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so head on over there and give, give them some support. These are great things. Magical face mask kit, clean skin club. We have rinse clean uh, the perfect trio. These are great products. Yeah, yeah. And lip balm. And so, yes. You and know. so, like the things that we do, we do it for ourselves first. So you know, the nice. hair detangler, her makeup remover. You know, my we're just doing all this stuff for herself, for the family, and then we just decide, okay, let's let's take it to the next level. And there so is there is really Papa fun. Bear's beard oil with a picture of the beard oil next to some 45 casings and a couple 308 casings. Nice. <laughs> okay. I did the photo shoot myself by the way. Oh, I know that looks like a 300 <laughs> Winchester Mag casing. Is that what that is? Yeah. It's uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's Teddy just making sure his his beard's going to be nice when he's he's going after zombies. Don't you can be clear about that. That's really good. No matter That's what right. the zombie apocalypse is, Teddy will have his beard oil on and he'll be doing just fine. This is good. Yes. So <laughs> give us some final thoughts to Bars Nation and then we're going to go to prayer. So what are, your, what are some final thoughts? So, you know, John's been teaching a seven-week series on stewardship. And it's a really good, it's a really good lesson to, to listen to um, as I think about as Christians in this world, how we operate. And I think um, one of those things to me is, is having that stewardship. What has God given you that you have control over and how do you use that to glorify him? And so what I would say is, is look at who you are in your home, who you are in your community, and how do you bring glory to God? And so that's, that's whatever God's equipped you with. And Scott's talked about your talents, whether you bake bread or you're sharing that and the gospel. Whatever it is that you have a capable of doing, go and do it and do it for the Lord. Um, just have good stewardship of what he's equipped you with. Well, I love what you just said of glorifying him. And, and I'll be honest, I don't push that message enough. And I'm going to grab John's statement there and your statement and make it part of it. Because I think that is just it. Is we when we look at what we're doing, what we're given, and we're working every day to glorify Him, it also changes our motivation. I think so. Absolutely, it's really wonderful, Teddy. We're gonna we always close with prayer. You know that, but I'd like you to lead the prayer tonight. We'll do. Father God, Lord, we come before you um, in awe as we reflect back on seeing your hand in our lives, seeing what you've done. Um, as Scott and I have been working together, um, putting things together for your glory, Lord, 
Um, none of this was to to say, look at what we can do. Um, I, I know you can even take from Bard's Fest, number one, where the gospel was preached. We've seen hands, people on their knees. Um, Lord, all the work that you're allowing us to do, we want to make sure that um, we're giving that to you. So thank you, Lord. Um, just for tonight, as Scott and I get to have a conversation on his show um, and just talking about what you have done in both our lives, Lord. Um, it's amazing to see. Um, Father, thank you so much um, just for those many blessings. I thank you for the community that you brought uh, to Bards Nation. Um, Father, we continue to pray for your protection, um, keeping us healthy, keeping us moving, Lord. Um, Father, I just, um, just want us to say thank you and then continue to um, just give us that energy to continue to fight um, for the truth, always seeking your knowledge. Um, Lord, uh, I know it's a hard time um, when we are distracted, but Lord, I pray that you can take those away, that we can literally pick up that Bible, dig into your word, and get to know you even more. So, Father, I pray for that for everyone that's listening to this, that you uh, equip us to uh, discern um, and to push through and to bring you glory through all that we do. Thank you so much for Scott and uh, Bars Nation, and we continue to uh, just work towards that. And thank you, Lord. I pray this all in your name. Amen. And Father, God, I just want to thank you for Teddy. He's especially been such a blessing from the very beginning and just somebody who was able to really be a, very instrumental in helping build the foundations of what we now consider and look at as Bars Nation. So, Father, we just ask for that type of, uh, just to ask that everything he touches continues to be with that type of passion and uh, and love for you and glorifying you in all things. We just pray for our blessings for Teddy and Jen and all their family, continue to keep them in, in, in safe passage and, and raise them up in the glory of Christ. And equally, Father, we just pray for John and the church Redeemer Church to lift them up and just continue to lead that message as we need so much, the strong pulpits to speak the truth and push the truth into the world, regardless of what what we what we face. And from the sink of just where we are, Father, we just, again, we're blessed with a community that has come together, continues to be together, continues to build in a great fellowship, and literally using this platform, this internet, this internet and digital space in such a unique way to from the various names that we use to ultimately building true life friendships and bonds in such an incredible way that's true, that can only happen truly by what you do and what you've allowed us to do. And so, Father, thank you. Thank you for all that you've blessed us with. Thank you for how you lead us. And may we each and every day continue to honor you and glorify you in all that we do. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, man, it's been awesome catching up. Really appreciate you coming on tonight. It's, it's super, and I, I just I want you to hear this from me. I am truly blessed to call you friend and brother in Christ. I'm truly blessed to have you part of Bars Nation, and always so blessed for all that you put into this. And it, it's uh, and as we talk about glorifying our Father, I just want you to also know that it's a great statement to where we've come because of what you were able to see it in here. You were a big part of this, and continue to be a big part. But in the roots of this, you're a big part of the roots. And I just, I want you to hear that, Teddy. It's a great amount of respect and honor for all you are as a person, as a dad, as a husband, as a grandfather. You're a great man. 
I'm very honored, Scott. Very honored. And, and I do love you like a brother. And, you know, it, it was great to see you when you came out. And I hope we continue this this strong relationship and continue the growth to the Bards Nation. I, I, I know I got, I I know God's going to do some great work. So amen, brother. Amen. Well, brother, you have a great night. Thank you for coming on. And we will definitely be in touch and we'll, we'll start ramping up. People are going to get to look forward to having some great swag too thanks to you so it's, it's coming soon <laughs> thanks brother all right god, god bless, bless you man you. okay god bless Bye. well patriots that was teddy aka bear our legendary moderator and uh, just really such an important part of where we have come as a community i'm deeply honored and it's one of these places that um I remember when he really reached out to me and I didn't really know, we didn't know each other well, but we trusted so much in the, in our faith and in the connections that God was putting with us. And I look at where we've come from and where we are and how far we're going. And it's just truly a blessing. And it, and as Teddy said so well tonight, God's timing and glorifying him. And, and in truth, I will, I will say that last piece, and I own this, and I think it's a very, he's brought something to my attention that is very important, is I don't think we say that enough, in that all that we do, we need to glorify Father. We talk about it, but I don't think that, I, I don't think that message comes through strong enough, and we'll work on it, because it needs to be. We need to glorify our Father in all that we do, and everything we do, not just big events, not just Bards Fest, not just the platform, but in everything we do, because that's part of truly being in the body of Christ. It's fantastic. So... Again, just a great honor to have Teddy on tonight. Patriots, tomorrow morning, obviously, bended knee. We've got some great interviews coming up this week. And tomorrow night, don't forget, we're going to do it again because we everything went haywire last Friday. But it's going to be the interview with Pete Santilli, which is a long interview. It's two hours. But you're going to hear a different side of that man, someone who's really going to get into the story of how he came to Christ, which is powerful. So, Patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow morning for bended knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now.
chasing mountains I can't climb. Holding out for heroes in the night. I find myself here in the dark. We learn to fight and learn who we are. But I am raised up to face the stars full of light. And we are. Out of my mind, like the dark.